Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Bruno Explains It All. Of course, this is Bruno, your favorite friendly neighborhood podcaster, streaming straight out of New York City. Technically, Elmsford, New York City today. I want to wish all of my mothers, even the ones that don't even listen to Bruno Explains It All, a happy Mother's Day weekend. Happy Mother's Day. I'm wishing you a beautiful day with your kitties and the rest of your loved ones. I hope they spoil you today. hope they take you out and treat you as the queen that you should be treated. Alrighty, we have a special episode. Some of you guys enjoyed Bruno's TV Roundup, where I share some of my favorite new shows and movies. I think the last time we did the segment, or we introduced the segment, we spoke about RuPaul's Drag Race, I believe, finale. And also, we spoke about The Last of Us. I want to speak about the new season of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, and as well as the new Jennifer Lopez movie on Netflix called The Mother. All that and more, I'm Bruno Explains It All. Alrighty, so we are back and we've been blessed with a new Drag Race All-Star Season 8. Yes, we're going to be talking about the queens as they appear on the back-to-back episode that they that they dropped on Paramount Plus on May 12, 2023. Just two days ago. You guys, if you want to share um, your opinions about any of the queens and what you thought about the episodes, please feel free to write in at BrunoExplainsItAll at gmail.com. We will share your thoughts and opinions on one of the future episodes. The first queen to come out was Heidi in Closet, which is one of my favorite queens, one of my more recent favorite queens. Uh, I just absolutely love her. She's hilarious, as the kids would say. She's definitely stepped up her pussy, right? Stepped her pussy up. Her pussy is on fire, right? I'm learning a lot of the lingo. I'm 30. I'm about to be 37 years old. And you'd be surprised what the kids are just coming up with and how they're expressing themselves and just, just the nature of their dialogue. The other day, one of the young ladies that work for me shout out to faith faith if you do listen to this show you teach me something new at least once a week so the other day she taught me the word bussin right for those of you who don't know what bussin means bussin means could be it's like something okay so the way she said it used it was bruno this lollipop is bussin and i'm like busting out of what the rapper she's like no it's busting it's good it's 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 the shit so it's definitely a compliment right or a positive word 
So let's go back to RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 8. Hiding Closet was the first queen to come out. She looked absolutely stunning. We also had, she was from Season 12. She had gotten eliminated. Season 7, Miss Kasha Davis, who's celebrating seven years of sobriety, is back on the show. I believe, aside from maybe Darian Lake that we're, gonna about to, we're about to talk about soon, she's probably the oldest queen. Third person to come out into the workroom was Seasons 8 and Naisha Lopez, Naisha Lopez, who got eliminated twice in her season. Sucks to be her. Season 11 is a upgraded version of Kahana Montrese. She's gotten some work done. She's definitely stepped up her drag game. Um, a lot of Vegas influence and inspirations when it comes to her looks right next queen is runner-up candy muse um our very own new york queen she's from season 13 season six was the one of the original heathers darian lake she's one of the ogs she's lost about 200 pounds since drag race so super shout out to darian lake you look great mamas seasons five monica beverly hills then strides in through the workroom um she's a self-proclaimed voice for trans women she did come out i guess the trans closet in her season she ended up admitting that she was not just a drag queen but a transgender woman who performs in drag so super shout out to her the voice of the youth she's like i don't know she gives me the little mama of the trans community you know where they label themselves the voice season nine is drags wrestling super fan and the first to be eliminated in her season but she is the cutest thing she's like a button um it's mr or miss james mansfield i i watch this um youtube channel i follow it it's called ring the bell and it covers everything within women's wrestling so they're talking about impact they're talking about wwe tna um what's the the other one aew is it aew yeah and so they cover all women's wrestling a pretty cool channel and james mansfield occasionally always stops by she's excuse me she's very very um knowledgeable in excuse me in wrestling pop trivia our next one is someone who i barely remember her season but it is miss alexis michelle she's probably one of the stiffest competitions this season her the first couple of looks for in the first two episodes was like impeccable season two's jessica wilde is back escandaloso the chicken is back do you remember when she played the chicken i love him he is the tito bambino of drag i swear every time i look at him or jara sofia i get the gay version of tito bambino is it's i'm not saying that they look identical but there are some sort of i don't know facial some facial features and little things that i don't know remind me of them of one another after jessica wow was seasons one canada's very own jimbo this is her third appearance on the franchise she was on rupaul's drag race canada then she was on rupaul's drag race canada versus the world and now she's on rupaul's drag race all-star season eight she is probably the one to beat right so definitely look out for jimbo lala reed season 13 is back she's a world-renowned award-winning designer 
I'm laughing because she won an award for the paper bag dress that she wore during her season. The ladies are again competing for a $200 thousand prize, cash prize. But the twist is this season there is there are two ways to win. Yep, two ways. In our first episode, the bottom two was Darian and Monica, which was pretty predictable if you ask me. Our secret assassin lip syncer was Aja LaBeja, who made her grand return to the franchise. There's something that RuPaul says to her that sort of was a little profound and very um, endearing. She says, welcome back to the place you belong. So that was pretty cool. I think there were some hostility during the years between the two, or at least between um, um, Aja and the franchise. She Aja ends up slaying Kiana, who was the top in her season, who ended up winning um, the big prize of the episode. So they lip synced versus each other. It was a tight competition. It was to the song Freakum Dress by Beyonce on her B Day album, which I believe is the second solo album that she's ever released. So we just name dropped all of the queens and we told you who ended up winning the final prize of the first episode and the top lip syncer. Again, it was a great um, battle. Actually, unpopular opinion. They were just like, I, I, I thought someone was going to break their neck. They were just rolling around and their legs up in the air, but it was cool. They they both brought the A game. But when you look at it as a whole, uh, child, I thought they were going to have an accident. I thought they were having some sort of... Um, Ep epileptic episode or something like that but anyway let's continue the party we're gonna cut to a quick break and then speak about the second episode and also break down this new film i just watched the other night with my mom and my husband it's called the mother starring jennifer lopez all that when we come back all right, so we are back, and we were talking about RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars premiere episode for their season eight, right? A pretty cool episode. It was a back-to-back -back one, so second episode immediately starts. It's, again, available on Paramount+. Plus. If you don't have an account, just email me. I'll show you mine. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, second episode, the queens were asked to perform in what felt like Saturday Night Live special. They had live sketches they all had to perform in one take, as well as their own new segment. Jimbo paired up with Jessica Wilde and purposely underperformed, creating a perfect balance between her and Jessica's exaggerated alka-culture sex kittens. Her final look on the runway, it was a, a futuristic social media influencer ensemble, right? To mention her the win for the episode so jimbo takes the prize today she's the one that's gonna lip sync they all vote bottom two was oh who was the bottom two bottom two was kiana who won the first episode but now finds herself on the chopping block versus naisha naisha lopez those were the bottom two to vote for our lip sync assassin i didn't watch her season but i'm being told she is the one that sent jimbo home on canada versus the world so it was very symbolic that they brought out the person who sent her home can't remember her name she was a cute i think i don't know she looked asian descent maybe filipino but she was very cute she did her thing ended up beating jimbo which then sent naisha home naisha is a very beautiful queen but 
it's a tough competition so Naisha had to go we said goodbye to her and we're gonna move on yeah so who's excited about this new season who's excited about these secret alliances we already have two we have Candy Muse Heidi in closet and Jimbo in a secret alliance they've already made a pact to one another that they would take care of each other should they ever be on the bottom then Lala Ree creates an alliance with Heidi so Heidi Heidi's technically in two alliances. She's probably the smartest queen right now. So we're definitely going to keep watching, keep updating you guys to see what the queens are doing week to week. All in all, it was pretty decent two episodes. Oh, before we move on to Jennifer Lopez movie, we do want to mention the second way of winning. I'm sure those of you who didn't watch the episodes who may not be able to afford a Paramount Plus account because all these streaming services, you get one, then you're going to have to get the other and they really can ring up a bill. By the time you have Disney and Netflix and the Hulus and the Primes and all these whatever you want to insert into this box by the time you realize you're paying pretty much your average cable bill but i digress the second way to win this year is now they're doing something i, I don't know they just doing something slightly different so for the queens who have been eliminated they still get to share their looks because you got to remember when the queens are offered to get on the show they are told ahead of time um the themes and the looks that they should be bringing in and creating or prepared to create so now the queens are going to be able to are going to be able to share the looks they would have worn should they still have been on the show those queens you're going to get to vote at the end of the season and decide who is your online fame games queen so to the queen that takes this prize not only do they get this crown but they also get fifty thousand dollars so all the luck in the world to Nasha and what's the other bitch's name? Monica. Hopefully they may take it. I don't think Monica's going anywhere with her net luck that she shared after she got eliminated. But yeah, hopefully the girls bring it on the online component of the competition. All right. Welcome back to Bruno Explains It All. We took a quick break. We played a couple of songs that you could definitely dedicate to your mama if you do love her. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we were talking about RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 8 back-to-back episodes. Right now, some of my favorite queens is Heidi in Closet. I love Jimbo. Candy Muse, I love her. She, she's a New York queen. You got to rep New York and give her flowers, right? Um, who else do I like? Uh, yeah. I, I like Jimbo. <laughs> Candy and oh James. I can't forget about James. I do really like James and Kahana is that bitch right now to watch out for After we watched the two episodes We decided to get on Netflix and tune into the mother. It's a new film starring Jennifer Lopez Someone told me she also produced it too, which is if she did kudos It's definitely something that shies away from her um typical projects which we all grown to love, right? She is the queen of romantic comedies. I swear her and Drew Barrymore are like probably my romantic comedy queens in my head. 
Anyway, it's nothing like that. The Mother is an action-packed movie based on a mother on a path of revenge and protection. Yeah, her daughter's in trouble. Her 12-year-old daughter that she had to abandon years ago um, is in trouble. So pretty much throughout the entire movie, she's protecting her daughter from these thugs, right? It just so happened that she dated one of these thugs and one of these thugs, it's the girl's father. So, long story short, Jennifer Lopez plays a woman who's in a relationship, right? She is a sniper or she's a good shooter at the very least. She starts dating this guy who she finds out he's not only embezzling and, you know, bringing, selling weapons, but he also has like this um, fucking truck filled with a whole bunch of little spanish people well they look spanish it's kids and everything and a damn the back what is it what, what is it called in the truck the, you know the, the trailer of a truck she opens up a couple of trailers she sees a whole bunch of guns she something tells her to open another one she sees a whole bunch of kids sitting in there hungry dirty um some of them look sick sleeping you know so long story short she reports him um that he's under investigation he loses everything he's a criminal he's on the run i'm not sure as to why he didn't get arrested after she reported him i might have to watch the movie a second time but he's on the run or at least they're staking him out right because they're building a case on him so what does he do to jennifer lopez miss pregnant jennifer lopez he stabs her in the belly literally in the beginning of the movie and she gives birth gives the baby away because she knows being in the child's life is it's a danger it's dangerous it, it definitely um plagues a risk a risk over the child's head so she's convinced to give the baby up but she does make one of the officers promise her that should the baby ever be in trouble he'll let her know 12 years later on uh, one faithful day she gets a letter she goes out and meets him she finds out that the girl has been discovered by her ex so that's where our story takes off and i was really impressed really 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 impressed it's a good film action packed from the very beginning all the way to the end you definitely get some enough vibes j-lo does fight she shoots she you know she drives not that driving is special but she's you know in chase scenes on a motorcycle really 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 cool she um definitely i feel i definitely feel like miss lopez went out of her comfort zone for this project and it paid off it really did i hope she does a lot more projects like this i haven't seen her in something like this since shades of blue and i felt that that was a great show i wish it would have went on for a couple of more seasons I would definitely recommend it. It's something that if you're staying in, you might want to watch with your mom. Because um, watching the movie, even though it's this action movie, right, with a female lead, the strongest underlining, I guess, theme would be how far a mother would go to protect her child. And she goes far in this movie. Super shout out to, I think his name is Omari Hardwick. He's the actor that played Ghost in Power. I felt so bad for this man, especially my mama too. My mom was watching this movie. She's like, this man done just got shot, stabbed, 
in a car collision she's like what else is he gonna go through it's sad what happens to him really really sad but it, yeah you should definitely check it out you know what i also did appreciate you could tell that there was some sort of tension between um his character and jen's character not this in your face sexual tension but you could tell that it was like there was a vibe between them right but there was no love scene no sex scene right which was refreshing because how many of these action movies the guy gets to kick butt he gets to fuck the girl this you know very explicit love scene and you know wins the awards i was happy that they didn't take that route it was a bit refreshing she's just a kick-ass bitch man in this film and i definitely recommend it for everyone out of five stars i'd probably give it maybe three and a half yeah three and a half because there were certain things that was just like laughable <laughs> it's like when they went to kidnap the girl and they're just like openly shooting in a fucking park and he's like pushing people out the way there were certain things that made me laugh but um yeah uh definitely check it out definitely take your moms out today if you could afford it hug her really 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 tight and tell her how much you love her this is Bruno. This is all I have for today. As always, I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for finding us today if it's your first time listening. And as always, until the next episode, bye.